0: Welcome to Pool Party Radio. This is the number one podcast for podcasts that are doing their last episode of their podcast. I'm your host, Parker, joined as always by co-host Razorman Frisman, the old cumulus they call him. Old Cobras Frisman. I can take that nickname back now. All other contracts are null and void, you know? Yeah, that's true. There there is a whole episode we did about how you were the original Cobras.
1: And yeah, and now I am again
0: yeah now there are no other podcasters named Cobras, so
1: it's all you. It's great. It's so nice to have thirteen nicknames again. feels right,
0: you know <laughs> you had too few for a while. yeah, it fell off also uh I would like to congratulate you on your newest nickname, uh Jason Dog. yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> and uh I'm looking forward to your new stage show as uh. Uh, Bouchki, um, <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I don't know. You you know what it means. Yeah, it's it's something like that. Uh, and I can't wait to see you get Parker drunk the next time I see you.
0: That's what I'll be doing. Yes, uh, but who's
1: the prettiest boy in podcasting among the two of us?
0: <laughs> uh, well, I think we're both equally pretty, unless you're making some sort of reference to something I don't understand.
1: I mean Eric's the prettiest boy in oh, podcast. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true.
1: Yeah. Uh, so we both can't be Eric, that's for sure. Well, yeah,
0: that's true. But uh I do think that my headphones aren't working. I will report you <laughs> report that to you. Can you hear me at all? <laughs> no, that's another Eric reference. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I...
1: Yeah. So anyway, we're referencing our goofy pals over at The Logical Contraption uh, because they stole our bit and they quit. And we're here to reap the rewards, as it were, since, uh, Parker, you've now got like the last two podcasts of the oldest games in town and for Podcast Town. That's true. How does it feel to be like the new new governor of Podcast Town?
0: I would like to – I don't have a up, but I would like to play the We Are the Champions drop – because, uh, junk food dinner, uh, is officially the last regular podcast of the big four podcast town podcasts, Ilcon and kissing contest, the pool party, junk food dinner. Junk food dinner are the winners. We're doing it longest. We're, we're yep. not quitting. Mm-mm. Uh, all night long, all night strong. We're going to do it. This is our 10th year coming up in a couple of weeks and we're going to do it for 10 more years. Kevin just sent me the email. He said, 10 more years. That's what he said. Hashtag 10 more years of junk food dinner. So it's official. <laughs> he sizes emails with hashtags in the subject <laughs> line? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Every
0: single one. Wait a second. Are hash...
1: We. Were... How often do you use
0: hashtags? Uh, I use them almost never. Okay. Sometimes and you're I'll even hashtag, on Twitter. Yeah, I'm on Twitter all day. Sometimes I'll hashtag like also wealth, you know, just, just to make sure that all the other also wealth fans can find it. <laughs> Good. I need that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I got on Twitter like briefly the other day. And I'm grateful that I did because I had been on in weeks and y'all were making like an also wealth uh, joke on Twitter with without like consulting me. <laughs> I mean, not that I need consultation, but I need to be, like, made aware of this. And it was, like, a spidey sense going off. I'm like, somebody's making an also-wealth joke. But I didn't know. Like, it was it was an unconscious thing. Mm-hmm. So I I was so surprised to find that, like, you all were in the midst of an also-wealth joke. And I was like, well, I guess I got to like this because mm-hmm. no one told me about it. Like, uh, you all are having a little Twitter party.
0: Well, you got to be on Twitter. To to reap the benefits of uh, the small but uh, fever pitched, I would say, uh, podcast town Twitter community. But uh, for now on, I will just text you all my also wealth memes that I make. Appreciate it, thank you, friend. <laughs> no problem. And I'll I'll print them out at, on my work computer, and then I'll email or I'll like snail mail them to you as well.
1: Everybody likes getting mail, especially
0: <laughs> me. <laughs> Because I'm
1: an old man.
0: I love mail. Mail's the best. Mostly it's like bills and stupid stuff that I just like throw away immediately. But uh, I do like getting presents.
1: Yeah, God, I was so excited. I mean, speaking of presents, like when I was a kid, uh, I remember having like a Fisher Price little play set and it was the post office and you're like, oh, this is so fucking rad. Letters going in and out of mailboxes, mail trucks carrying these giant envelopes. Like, I can't wait to be an adult and just sift through all this paper. And then you just, like, throw away most of it when you grow up.
0: Yeah, that's true. You throw it away. Whenever I get mail, I throw it all away. I spit on it. I say, whoever is delivering this mail is a fucking degenerate. (laughs) (laughs) Uh.
1: you do though that was like one of the first times I met you like Mm -hmm. I was (laughs) visiting with Jono and he's like you gotta meet my roommate here his name is Parker and before he could finish your name you were like hawking a huge loogie on you know what I thought was just like junk mail but it clearly said like past due bill notice Mm -hmm. on the front and you're like I hate the degenerate who sent me this piece of shit
0: Not only the person who sent it, but the person who delivered it, most of all. You
1: always kill the messenger. Yeah. Always. That's like, (laughs) that's your coat of arms, is kill the messenger.
0: I've just come to realize that all post office workers are just degenerate, weirdo losers who always tell people to kill themselves. I just don't understand what they're doing. Oh, wait. (laughs) Who are you talking about? (laughs) Uh, I'm talking about everybody's favorite mailman, Norm, from Cheers. (laughs) (laughs) That's not the... You're thinking of Fraser Crane, the mailman. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, wait. You're thinking of, not Frasier, but the other guy on Fraser, His brother, Carl Malone, the mailman. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was thinking of.
1: Now, I'm thinking of the spinoff show, uh... Ted Danson, mm. reprising his role as Ted Danson
0: from Cheers. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot he was a retired basketball player on that show.
1: That's the thing. He played for uh, uh, the Boston Lakers.
0: Yeah, that's true. That famous Texas <laughs> basketball team, <laughs> the Boston Lakers. Um,
1: so you mentioned gifts earlier. Are you excited for this holiday season? Um, no. Hell yeah. But (laughs) it was. Uh, I fully support your no on that, but go
0: on. Thank you. Um, no, I don't like that kind of stuff. I owe my brother a PlayStation 2 that I have to send him. And that's like all I have to do all Christmas is just send him this one thing. And it's like a nightmare. I don't even, I don't know how I'm going to find a box that a PlayStation can go inside of. I don't know if I'm going to have to ship the controllers separately. I might not even do it. You know, Screw him. He, We decided that we would trade things. I would send him my old PlayStation 2 because I never use it. I got a new PlayStation. And he would send me this game called Persona 5. Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Oh, yeah.
1: I've heard about it. I'm friends with that Patrick Manfredi. He knows <laughs> all about those Personas.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember him. Uh, before I, I really knew what it was. I remember him talking about those. But like the the whole game, like I'm t- like twelve hours into this fucking game, and I have not played it once. I'm still in the tutorial, and my brother keeps yelling at me. He's like, "You got to keep playing it." But it's like all I'm doing. I go to school, and then I get detention, and then like my foster father yells at me and tells me to go sleep upstairs at the ramen place, <laughs> and then I wake up and I do it all again. Like nothing happens in this game. I'm so far into it. Yeah, this game is a nightmare. In Persona 4,
1: the way that you'd call upon your familiar is by putting a gun to your head and blowing your brains out, and then your familiar (laughs) would appear. Look it up, man. Look up Persona 4 battle, and when they encounter a battle, they just put a gun to their skull, and they're like, this is it. But wouldn't you do the same thing if your day-to-day life was just going up to sleep at the top of a ramen shop with your foster dad yelling at you? That sounds like hell.
0: Yeah, it's horrible. I hang out like uh, the 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 school's soccer teacher or volleyball teacher is like always yelling at me and threatening me. So mm-hmm. anyway, so that's, uh, that's I guess that's what I've been up to. That's what I have to do for Christmas. is play this fucking persona game. Well, don't forget to date people. You can date
1: around in that game. It's a dating sim, ultimately. Yeah, we, yeah. I mean, there's RPG <laughs> elements, but yeah. Get out there. Play the field, Parker. You're a handsome, young, high school Japanese child. So,
0: (laughs) you know, get on it. I will. I'll get out there. Thank you. (laughs) I haven't gotten to that part yet. I don't think I've met any women. Of course (laughs) you haven't. You're being yelled at by your stepdad. You can't do shit. It's all that's happened so far. Uh, How about you? You doing anything fun for the christmas oh no son
1: (laughs) i'm i'm in the process of converting i'm going to be converting to judaism and so this is the first time i actually celebrated hanukkah um so we got to light the candles for eight nights and i learned a lot about the traditions of it and i gotta say like there's a lot of trade-offs but the biggest relief is i don't have to buy anybody gifts anymore
0: I'm off the hook, baby. Oh, man. That's true. I'm off the hook. All right. I'm going to convert to I'm I'm one in on this. You should.
1: Because, like, right now, I just know my fiance and Corey,
0: and that's it. That's all These you need. These are the
1: only Jewish people I know.
0: <laughs> what a great what a, a great sample of humanity that you know. Like, that's perfect. That's a perfect ratio of good people, I'm sure. Of well, I want to. You-
1: I want you there too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm in. All right, but oh. yeah, um, we were having this like in, in this class, and we talk about like it's for people who are thinking about converting or just want to learn more about it or whatever. It, it goes through all sorts of backgrounds. You can come in for whatever. And there's all people like this time of year, it's Christmas in New York, so the holiday season is all upon us um streets are bedecked with like lights and all this and it's a lot to take in Uh, I grew up with a lot of like Christmas traditions but ultimately like none of it was really religious and past couple years I never even had like a tree or anything I would barely decorate the apartment I never did like I hung up one ornament that a friend gifted me and it's a very lovely gift but still like You know, some Christmas cards or holiday cards whatever. I don't know. I never really had, like, I lost the spirit of Christmas a long time ago. So I'm glad that, like, I don't know. I think it's more interesting for kiddos and the like,
0: you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, I've never really liked Christmas. I don't know. It's always been, like, the weird, like, I don't know. And it's funny because, I mean, I'm sure I've ranted about this before, but, like, I think that my, of all the people I know in the world, who are, like, my age, anyway, because obviously grandmas love Christmas, but, like, all the people I know, like, the only people who've ever really cared about Christmas are, like, my most staunchly, like, atheist or Wiccan friends. And that's always been, like, a I don't know, like, the, <laughs> that's always weirded me out about Christmas as an adult, I think. It's, like, my, yeah. my friends who 364 other days of the year are, like, talking about how all Christians should be buried alive because they're nothing but evil, and then... Christmas comes around and they're like, come on, we've got cocoa. And it's just like, what are you doing? What are you doing with your life? I don't want any part of this. See, that's the thing. It's like, I'm down to
1: just take on some of the festive stuff for the year. Like, I'm not going to go to Starbucks to get the peppermint mocha drink or what have you. But there was this bagel shop nearby. That's like Tuesdays. We got a dollar hot chocolate. I'm like, Hell, yeah, but a lot of people consider that a Christmas drink, like you were just saying, but yeah. I don't know I mean it's what's the what's the harm in it right
0: yeah well that i I do find that cocoa is one of the more redeeming qualities of Christmas hell
1: yeah <laughs> yeah I, I have to agree, um yeah. and that's about it,
0: and it also deals Black Friday is the best part about Christmas. <laughs> I spent so much money on video games the last couple of uh weeks it's been it's That's been the, delightful
1: oh yeah you're talking about video games you played
0: yeah i played that spider-man video game Man. for ps4 i would love to play that video game but i don't have ps4 because i'm a joker mm-hmm. i got an xbox well, like a loser but it's fun though it was fun i
1: think i talked about this last time because it was like what i was playing i moved on oh, to yeah. red dead redemption 2 nice Because I want to be a cowboy, baby. (laughs) You get to play a cowboy in the game, Parker. That's what I've heard. I hear that you also get to pet dogs. Oh, man. I pet like every dog in that damn game. (laughs) I know there's like other stuff to do in it, but that's literally all I do. Like you get a copiendum of animals that you encounter. So you get to study them. But you got to study each new animal you encounter. So like I'll be riding on a horse And then I focus on a dog and his like the character's head, just the camera behind it focuses on this dog. He's like, so it's just this cowboy trotting on a horse. And then he just slowly is examining this dog and you have to like study it to (laughs) figure out what it is. And then just bings. It's like Australian Shepherd. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. I'm going to put this thing in break. The horse, I mean, I'm going to put this horse in break and then I'm going to get off and pet this dog. And I usually do.
0: Nice. I like that. None of the games I've been playing lately allow me to pet dogs.
1: I just go to Does school. Persona,
0: yeah, Persona 5 doesn't <laughs> let you pet dogs. just makes you go take a test. Yeah. I haven't met one dog in this game. I met a cat, though. <sighs> I'm friends with a cat in that game. That's, that is a slap in the face, man. I know. Speaking of being slapped in the face, though, I did something the other day that made me think of you, Mr. Frisbee. Did you get slapped in the face? I got slapped right in my face. <laughs> no, I, uh, <laughs> I went to see the Aquabats.
1: Oh, yeah. uh, Belated vocalized. Happy birthday to you. I sent you an Aquabats. Happy birthday message on your Facebook wall. I did like that. But happy birthday over the Internet here.
0: Thank you. It was how was the Aquabats? It was very fun. Uh, I went to it was like the worst venue in the world. Um, It's the the House of Blues in Anaheim, which is like right across the street from Disney. (laughs) And uh I was there right and like the whole place was packed out as a sold out show and I uh, I was like behind a pillar for some of the show and like I literally just could not see anything but that was like the only floor space that was open and I was like looking around and there's like this whole area like uh, kind of back against the wall facing the stage that was like just completely empty and all of the balcony was completely empty too and uh you know like it it was about the same amount between those three areas or two areas, but the balcony and the VIP section in the back as the rest of the venue. Uh, but they were completely empty and tickets to get into those areas were like $40 on top of whatever the cost was already, you know? Cause I was thinking, yeah. I was thinking about paying it cause I was standing behind a goddamn pillar. Cause I got there late because LA traffic is ridiculous. And that's when I realized like that, it was like a perfect summation of why capitalism is bad. <laughs> there were these just perf- like tumbleweeds, nobody up there, uh, nobody on the balcony enjoying the show, but you would still have to pay an extra $40 to go up there, despite the fact that nobody was up there and everybody was like unhappy on in general admission. Uh, but the show was very fun. And for their encore song... Well, like they played the entire Fury of the Aquabats album, which is awesome because that album rules. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. And then for their encore, they came back out and they're like, hey, we really love pizza. We love it so much. And like they were just talking about pizza for like 10 minutes. And I was like, oh, cool. The encore song, like they're going to do that Pizza Day song. That's a good song. I guess I won't get to hear Pool Party. How sad, but they're gonna do Pizza Day. That's a good song too. And like they brought this little girl up on stage, and they're like, "Little girl, what song do you want to hear?" And she was like this tiny little cute little girl, and she was like, "Pool party!" And then they played pool party, (laughs) and it was wonderful.
1: (laughs) That rules. And you sent me photos of that happening, Um, the pool parties, background images, and all that stuff. That was great.
0: Yeah, they they had a video playing behind them of like people swimming. And of like our pool party logo and of the old cat. <laughs> yeah, naturally. And yeah, it was, it was wonderful. They had like people were tossing out beach balls and like like 50 little kids were on stage. And like I think CJ Ramon was dressed as Captain America on stage for some reason. Like it was craziness. And it was so fun <laughs> and very, very wholesome. That is beautiful. I'm glad you got to enjoy that. What
1: else did you enjoy for your birthday weekend? Um, well, I met
0: up with Sean Byron. And we had some very good pastrami. And then- awesome.
1: Yeah, Sean Byro knows his good pastrami. He knows everything good about L.A. That's true. And that's what I likes about him.
0: Yeah. And then we went to a video store where I found a blow-up poster because that's like my new favorite movie. And I was very excited about that. So it was a good trip. Good trip. Very fun. Very nice. Very excellent. Oh, um,
1: touching back on Aquabats and all that uh when you called into the last episode of for a logical contraption you left a voicemail saying uh you didn't say yeah you went you mentioned being at the aquabats show mm-hmm. with all the make-a-wish kids and mm-hmm. do you remember saying that
0: <laughs> yeah there were a lot <laughs> I do remember saying that. (laughs)
1: Okay, because you seemed startled for a second.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there were a lot of kids there. Okay, so... Me being one of them.
1: Yeah, yeah. And after the voicemail, Corey, this happened like six years ago, but Corey still remarked about the time that he and I... He picked me up from the airport like a gentleman. And, (laughs) And then proceeded to... Take me down to, um, what was it? Uh, it, It's like Awesome Sauce Festival, super, super awesome fest or something that. Yeah, it's something that like Jack Black and Kyle Gass from Tenacious D host around like the fall every year in Los Angeles area.
0: Yeah, it's like kind of like just like a cool guy (laughs) festival where like Tenacious D will play, and then like Sarah Silverman will do a set, and then like. I don't know. MC Chris, will Eric Andre.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Tim Heidecker will play some music kind of, but Aquabats were there. And at that time, Norm McDonald was doing a set and Corey's like, Hey Frisbee, Norm McDonald's doing a set. We should go see him. I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to go see the Aquabats. And I know that's like, that's going to be the hardest decision for you. <laughs> possibly. Which would you do in that situation? Because I, I, it's been six years. I'm still getting ragged on for seeing Aquabats <laughs> Well, Norm MacDonald.
0: Well, it turns out Norm MacDonald's problematic, so you made the right choice. I know, right? I was just <laughs> trying to look that up. Like He's a problematic old man
1: now. Like, he's mm-hmm. so out of touch with with uh, the youth of today, and he's
0: threatened by them. And he <laughs> said some like, I think he said the N-word. He did. He said that Louis C.K., should do whatever he wants, masturbate in front of whoever he wants, even if that person is the N-word. That's exactly what he said. It was weird. Yeah, Norm Macdonald is, is a bizarrely problematic person. I can't believe Norm would say that. So you made the right choice going to the Aquabats because they would never do anything problematic because they're very wholesome.
1: Yeah, and good. And, and they made a song, much like Corey did, in honor of our show. So what's not to love?
0: Yeah, that's true. Corey should go on tour with the Aquabats as the two so- the two bands that have songs about our show. They should just do those two songs.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> they should trade though, and then the Aquabats should do Corey's song. Corey should do the Aquabats song.
1: Awesome. Floor is thirty bucks. Balcony is eighty five.
0: Yeah, but actually, but to answer your question honestly and yes. openly, yes. Uh, <laughs> At the time, I probably would have chosen Norm just because I was still kind of mad at the Aquabats. Because if you remember that time that we saw the Aquabats. Yes. In Cleveland, uh, there were so many kids that were like moshing really, really hard. And it was like a kind of an annoying show.
1: Yeah, Ohio doesn't know. Like I thought it was just a Dayton thing, but Ohio really doesn't know how to take ska music or little power punk riffs. Like when I went to see uh, Mighty Mighty Boss Stones and the swing band, the Amazing Royal Crowns were opening for them. People were moshing to that. Like this was late 90s. So they were all wearing like Nine Inch Nails shirts and Sonic Youth, not Sonic Youth, but like Puddle of Mud and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Greasy, greasy hair in their faces and just like swinging fists around. To swing music. Maybe that's what the thing was. They were swinging their fists to swing. That's how they thought swing dance worked. Ah,
0: yeah, I see what you're saying.
1: You know, I got punched in the face at that concert. I assume I did. Like, my nose was bleeding, but I did not bruise. I'm not sure what happened. But I blacked out, and I thought I got hit by one of those kids. I don't put the blame on them anymore. They were just trying to swing dance with their oh. arms.
0: They're just picking up change, you know? they just having to do it really, really hard and in your face. Yeah.
1: God, that was nuts.
0: Yeah. But but now I like the Aquabats again. They're wholesome. Wholesome, nutritious,
1: mm. delicious, in your face, all night long,
0: all night strong. Yeah. And, Aquabats. And the sand Fleas were there. They fought the, the magic chicken. Are you kidding chicken. me? I'm not kidding you. They showed up to fight the magic chicken. Oh
1: my god! The Sand Fleas like were my favorite iteration of all that stuff. Like I still sing "Frog Jerky" to myself. I used to cruise around <laughs> listening to that
0: four song album. Mm-hmm. They were there. The professor was there. Uh, nice. Tra- Travis Barker was not there. He was sick. Okay. But well, I mean, you know, he was in the band at the time. He was the drummer. Yeah. Uh, but that was fun. But speaking of Ill we have gathered here today to wish Ilkhan into the Mortal Coil.
1: Into this Mortal Coil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the band from the 80s and early 90s.
0: Yeah, we're going to sing Song to the Siren for them. Yeah. Uh, I think that was this Mortal Coil.
1: Yeah, it was. They okay. had a cover of that one and some other big star stuff. Yeah. Kangaroo. We'll sing like... I once saw Corey standing in a room. I saw him. Yeah, there you go. I like that song. Yeah, I like that song, too. It's all about my goofy
0: pals. Yeah. And speaking of these goofy pals, they they like we said, they just had their last episode yes. ever. They're not going to do any reunion shows because those are our territory. <laughs> there are shirts. We get to keep them. Yeah. If any podcasts are going to do shows after they said that they're quitting, it's going to be us. Yeah. <laughs> and uh anyway, so we're gonna do a good, the bad, and the ugly of our favorite Ilcon memories, but only of the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> None of the other episodes, just the last one. Okay. Uh, or I guess it would be our favorite and least favorite memories, since some of these are going to be bad and ugly.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so yeah, so <laughs> if, you, if you haven't listened yet, and you like Ilkhan, go listen to that, and then come back so that we don't spoil the episode for you. But uh, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, in case you've never heard it before, maybe you're an Ilkhan fan who is a completionist, you want to hear our our Talking Dead-like <laughs> review, and you've never heard this show. Uh good, the bad, and the ugly is a thing where we take a topic, we give good examples, bad examples, ugly examples. And um, my good, my good memory moment from this last episode is during the Leonard from Wisconsin. He revealed that he's yes. from Wisconsin.
1: Yeah, not I, Leonard from Wyoming, but Leonard from Wisconsin. Yeah, I don't know why he would have lied about that all these years. I nearly had a heart attack. I thought I was going to die.
0: It was shocking. He doesn't even have... Uh, an accent. You would think that a man from Wisconsin would have like that thick, you know, he'd be like, hey, cheese and whatever, eh? You know? Or was that Canadian? I don't know. Was, I think that's Canadian. <laughs> or Minnesotan. Yeah, it's all, it's all, It's very, they're
1: very similar. Just similar. He probably just, yeah, I'm surprised all these years he never once said like, go
0: Packers. Right? Yeah. Yeah, he never did that. Well, so during his call, uh, he. He mentioned that he wanted to give a shout out to all the IlCon hosts, you know, Shelby, Corey, (laughs) Al, Reynolds, Eric, Sarah, Mike, and Sawyer, and old Sawyer, new Sawyer, and Parker. And he mentioned Parker twice, uh, more than anybody else. So So that made me feel very good. Because I've been a, a very big Leonard from Wisconsin fan for a long time, and then afterwards, this prompted all of my goofy pals to wish me a happy birthday because they knew, and they're all very, they're very nice, uh, they're a very nice group of friends. Corey always texts me on my birthday; it always makes me feel very good. And sometimes Shelby text messages me, uh, text messages me on my birthday to send me that uh, picture of Kermit the Frog with an exposed penis. You know this picture. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's my favorite picture, uh, which, by the way, like two weeks ago or something, I text, I couldn't find this picture on my phone because I got a new phone not too long ago and I texted Shelby and I was like, hey, can you send me that picture of Kermit with the exposed penis <laughs> right away? He had it right on hand. He sent it to me right away. Um, but yeah, so anyway, <laughs> so those two things made me feel very good. And so that's a very good moment that I have. <laughs> that's very precious. Um, and,
1: and yeah, like the Leonard from Wisconsin poem was also
0: excellent. Um, wait, he didn't do a poem, did he? No, you're thinking about, I think Evan did that poem regardless. That's my good. That poem was awesome.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I agree. And it started a chain of Al's onion dish, which would escalate It fluctuate between like five way and three way onion dish. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like four calls in a row where each person, like they compliment everybody and they'd be like, "An Al, oh man, with this like two way onion dish. <laughs> it's like, I don't know exactly. I can't recall that, but it's very funny that everybody else could recall it so well. And that poem was so on point. Characterized everybody uh, if anybody ever asked me like, so what was this logical contraption that you talk all all these all these days and nights about I'm like, well, this listen to this poem should put it in perspective, and I just let the mic drop mm-hmm. also, also, <laughs> I liked when Eric and Al remembered that we got drunk in downtown <laughs> in downtown San Francisco, mostly outside of a seven eleven That mm-hmm. was fun,
0: yeah. I like all that stuff. That that poem's great. I like I like the lyric of that poem, the line of that poem that mentions that Corey likes Fleetwood Mac. Because Yeah. I, I also know that Corey likes Fleetwood Mac. So I could relate to that line of that poem. You could relate to a line that you know about your friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could relate okay. to that.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was about to say that I'm kinda jealous that uh, I don't get texts from those guys. On my birthday, oh, but <laughs> if if I'm just missing out on like exposed Kermit peen, I think I'm pretty
0: good. I'm okay. I'm, you can have that. I'm fine without it. I'm I'm gonna send you that Kermit peen like right now.
1: God damn it! <laughs> I really shouldn't have said anything.
0: No, it's all you're gonna want it. You're gonna want it every day for the rest <laughs> of
1: your life. I know you're texting because you're obviously looking down at yeah. your phone. <laughs> I can hear I can hear like your voice changing cause of it.
0: I just uh I just need to find this and send it to
1: Oh man. Oh thank god. I got another text and I thought it was you and I was like, sweet baby
0: G. I took like five hundred pictures of this Aquabat show, so it's it's a struggle finding this Kermit dick. There you go. I hope that's to, yeah, that's to you. I <laughs> didn't send that to my dad or somebody from work. <laughs>
1: I was texting yeah. uh,
0: with a pastor earlier today. Uh, oh, really? Yeah.
1: I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> lost. I'm, I'm just looking at this Kermit pain.
0: Yeah, look at that dick. Okay. <laughs>
1: uh. You
0: know, okay,
1: so my new, my home here, mm-hmm. um, we're a few blocks away from the Museum of the Moving Image. And it has like this Jim Henson exhibit. All right? Mm-hmm. So it's got, like, all the old Jim Henson puppets and Muppets. I just said puppets, but excuse me, they're all Muppets. Mm -hmm. Um, They're all archived there, so you can go and, like, see them up close. Um, They've got, like, a special area where you can look at, like, the X-rated versions and, like, take a look at the Kermit Dick. And I never (laughs) wanted to see it, but now here it is. It's still on my phone. Uh yeah. What do you use this for? <laughs> what do you think I to JO? <laughs> <laughs> so you're do you stroke it to move right along? <laughs> of course. Just looking at this and like moving right along,
0: dang-a-ding, ding-a-ding. ding-a-ding. <laughs> it's just for fun. I just send it to people to cheer them up from time to time. Uh, mo- I appreciate that. <laughs> Mostly I just send it back and forth with Shelby. Sometimes I'll send it uh, to orphans.
1: <laughs> That's good. They need the most cheering up. Yeah.
0: Especially orphans. now that, now that Ilkhan's not going to do another seven shows, seven years worth of shows for them. I know. What bullshit is that? Hmm. Anyway, what's your
1: bad? Since we're all in like a pissed off mood now. Or at least I am. <laughs>
0: because of that dick?
1: Well, no, not just because of it. You remind me that they're not going to be doing seven more years of it.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, my bad is the fact that the first ten minutes were just uh, my goofy pals quietly snacking on chips and not really talking or saying anything at all, just quietly snacking. Yeah, man. What's Where that? A- it in. Yeah, I was like, I was like hyped. I was like, this is the last episode. This is going to be emotional. This is going to be raw. Everybody's going to be partying. And I tune in, and it's just like. Crunch, crunch. Mm. Oh, I like I like the barbecue ones. Mm. They're
1: barely even talking about it. All they talked about was like chips they had the week before, not even the (laughs) chips they were currently eating. How fucked up is that? They're like, oh yeah, I really like those Taco Bell season chips. Those are really on point. And Mm. they were just or like some beer they had a horchata beer. Get the fuck out of here. I don't need to hear about that when to hear what you're eating mm-hmm. now. Yeah, man. Shelby was trying to get them back on board with it, but it's like herding
0: cats in that place. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's true. Chip uh, eating cats. Chip eating at the top of the show. That's something you do an hour or two. You can get away with that kind of stuff at the 90 minute mark of a podcast. You can't do that at the top.
1: No, sir.
2: Mm-mm. Even with Eric no, producing
0: that episode, they got away with that.
1: He did find job. He should produce more of that show. That's oh, true. Wait. He can't because no. it's done. He should produce kissing content. Oh, no. Well, I mean, I don't know. There's there's so many podcasts these days. So <laughs> back
0: when we were starting, it was
1: a young man's game.
0: All podcasts were young blood podcasts when we started. That's Yeah, absolutely.
1: At least we got our last episode out of the way. That was my entire thing. For these guys that want to do a last episode... It just feels like they're riding our coattails, you know? Like, we mm-hmm. thought of doing the last episode because all other podcasts just ungracefully end, you
0: know? <laughs> That's true. We we did uh, start this kind of trend of not doing your podcast anymore. I wonder, We well, we ended before Kissing Contest, right? Sure. Let's I, just say we did. I th- yeah, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure we did. But I, I bet that if we would have never ended, that Ilcon and Kissing Contest would have never had the guts to end. That's, yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> they would have been, you're guilt. 100% right. They would have been guilted into staying on the air. Mm hmm. Oh. <laughs> Anywho, what was uh, your bad moment from this episode? Oh, getting ribbed
1: again for having gone to the Aquabats instead of Norm MacDonald.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't think I was wrong about that. I think I could see that Norm MacDonald is going to be a problematic figure for our generation.
0: I still can't believe you said the N word. Live I on I can't television. believe he. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> on a side but, note, though, uh, have you read Norm MacDonald's book? No, is it good? It's like legitimately the best book ever written. Okay, well, I'll read it. It's so good. And there's only like, he only says the N word like maybe like 60 times in it. Well, like, he writes it, he doesn't say it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. It's like Mark Twain, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, speaking of Mark Twain, my ugly is that a couple of times throughout the episode, I actually have two, I've got a runner up here too, but a few episodes, a few times throughout the episode, um, they made reference to one of my favorite things that happens during Ilkhan and that's when Al gets up and starts dancing around the room. But on this episode, both times they mentioned it, one of the times they... There was no music. They were just reading an email. Mm -hmm. And they said that Al got up and started dancing to an email. And then later on when they said Al was dancing, there was no music either. So I am beginning to think that maybe this entire time Al has not been dancing around the room and that they've just been saying that. And, And who would know? They're on the radio. How could anybody know? I think they've just been lying to us this whole time. I'm gonna buzz in
1: immediately because uh, Corey, being the radio uh, pioneer that he is, w- the first couple times that he had me on this show, he had me not only on Skype but on Skype video chat. He insisted on it so like the viewer could see everybody, all the goofy pals in the studio, mm-hmm. and he panned across the room while music was playing, cause it was like, I think it was a sick pick or something mm-hmm. that I was guesting on. And Al was certainly dancing. Like Al can dance. <laughs> he gets up and dances. When I was at sketch fest <coughs> with those guys, mm-hmm. um, there was the after party at the Madame Tussauds wax museum. This is before like we went out drinking and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Al was dancing around this giant corridor dancing all up on, like some wax statues, not like physically on them, but getting close enough to be like, (laughs) yeah, I'm dancing with Jennifer Aniston. Now I'm dancing with Steve Martin. Now I'm dancing with John Goodman, you know, Mm -hmm. but he danced all around the room and like people were taking video of him because he was so
0: good. Is it the time that you called into the show though? Is it possible that that footage was fake? Like, oh fuck, like that maybe like, Stanley Kubrick did oh, it or
2: uh,
1: shit <laughs> I think you're right.
0: Yeah. I've seen the kinds of videos that they do. They they can they fake sh- some stuff over there. They should do an Ilkhan Nights After Dark about Al's dancing. I think that that's I, I would listen. The truth is out there. It's out there. I'm gonna call It's dancing. It's out there. <laughs> I'm gonna call Art Bell tonight. And I'm gonna ask him. I'm west of the Rockies. He's got to talk to me. (laughs) Yeah. I I think that's the rule, is if you live west of the Rockies, they have to take your call.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just too much out there east of the
0: Rockies. (laughs) I know, because I'm out here. Yeah, you'll never be able to get in touch (laughs) with
1: Art (laughs) Bell.
0: Aw, shucks.
1: Or George Norris, or whichever one. And speaking of, my ugly... Is that they played the bumper from uh, David Ike, both like towards the beginning
0: and huh? I didn't say what? I, I didn't say anything.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, they sorry, I thought you were correcting the pronunciation oh. of it, but David Icke, they played his bumper for their show at the beginning and at the end of their last episode. I don't think that's something that you want as part of your legacy, like especially now. <laughs> Is he problematic? Did he say the n-word? I thought so. I don't know, I don't but it's just like of all people, not David Ike. I thought he had some weird, like, um, I, I don't know. I, I thought he was problematic. Maybe I don't. I don't know much about him, but like, hold on. I'm typing in David Ike problematic question mark into <laughs> Google right now. You don't have to. We can still talk. Uh, okay, I'm well, not going to. I was. I was
0: Wait. waiting with. I, I was. Uh, Very, I had a lot of uh, anticipation. But um, yeah, I had a friend like 15 years ago. I went out to a bar and I hadn't seen this friend of mine for like a few years. And like we we started drinking and hanging out and like she like cornered me like in like a dark hallway at the bar. And she was like, hey, I got to tell you about this guy, David Icke. I went to go to one of his talks and he was telling me about how reptile people rule the world and I was like ah that's funny that's crazy and uh, and as the conversation went on it was like very obvious that like she was being serious and like trying to give me like useful information that she believed <laughs> and uh, it was very awkward That that's that's very upsetting
1: <laughs> and that's it's very upsetting when somebody takes it as like as sacrosanct yeah he's I'm looking at some of his stuff and he's he's basically saying like Hitler was kind of right. Oh no! And well, <laughs> or at least like <laughs> Hitler was Hitler was uh, doing some
0: decent. Th- this is really weird. Uh, well, my favorite, my absolute favorite part of the new Ilcon is when Shelby wanted Shelby reminded everybody that the one takeaway they should have from the seven years of Ilcon is that. The hosts of Ilkhan find racism very entertaining. Yeah, I thought it was going to be friendship, but... <laughs>
1: <laughs> they
0: threw Shelby really threw a curveball.
1: <laughs> I know. There's no amount of sighing or eye-rolling in the studio that Sarah Murphy could pull off that would really <laughs> save that. I mean...
0: If that's
1: the sinking (laughs) ship that you want to die on, go for it. Well, that was my favorite part. Murphy was just like, nope, nope, (laughs) nope. Yeah. But who knew? Illogical Contraption, a pro-racism podcast. Mm -hmm. Well, not
0: pro-racism. They just find it entertaining. I I I I don't want to put words in Shelby's mouth there to make him look bad.
1: Oh, I meant to say pro like. A jolly, like a jolly elf, laughing about racism. Mm-hmm. Uh, even
0: worse than racism, though, is the fact mm. that sh- that uh, Sarah and Corey started shit talking on ferrets, and that's not cool. Ferrets are cute; they might smell a little bad. That's fine. They use litter boxes like cats, so they're smarter than dogs. Uh, they're they're like little uh, slinkies made of fur, and that's cute. You can wrap them mm-hmm. around your neck. You can literally wrap one around your neck, and they will adhere to the shape of your neck and warm up your neck. They hide things, and that's very cute. Sometimes if you have a ferret and you can't find your keys, that ferret probably drug the keys under the couch where he keeps all kinds of little knickknacks and items. And it's not fair to shit-talk ferrets because they're so cute and awesome. And I had one named Precious Roy, and... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they were just like trying to shit on precious Roy's memory. And that's not cool. That's just not cool. I'm not into that. That's a great
1: name. And I bet he was, uh, making little suckers out of girls and boys everywhere.
0: You got that right. I used to buy, you that. got that right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's an excellent follow through on that deep cut.
0: The Nolly reference. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I love that precious Roy. Um, but speaking of love, that's our, our good, the bad. Right, you did your ugly, right? Yeah, it was the David Icke thing. That's right. That's right. Uh, that's our good, the bad, and the ugly for the Ocon. Uh, but somebody else needs to chime in. Our friend Wayne. Yes. Mm-hmm. A degenerate fucking mailman. Who we love. <laughs> who, th- who That we love. <laughs> he uh, He does the podcast Town News. If you don't remember, it's been a while. Uh, he, he's, he's got, I guess, a scoop about the the final Ilcon show. So we're going to kick it off to our man Wayne right
3: now. Here's Wayne with the Podcast Town News. Live on location. This is Wayne here reporting for Podcast Town News. Uh, this is, I think, where you guys told me to go. This is the address you gave me. And all I see is a cardboard box that's covered in rainbow chiffon and, you know, plastic alien toys with a weird mural of Neil Breen and Sean Byron shooting ropes into Corey's hair and beard as he's like a big old grin on. It's just a gross looking fucking thing. It's disgusting. And the only good thing about this is that Ilkhan is dead. Thank God. To be honest, who ever really listened to that piece of shit show? And if you said you did, you're lying sack of garbage. Because no one could get through it. It was like 12 hours every episode, and there was only two people worth listening to. It for was that was Sarah and Alan. I hope that they now have more time to do good things with their lives, comparing to spend every Sunday sitting with those three assholes, Shelly Cobras. To be honest, I hope you hang yourself in the hotel by the airport, because you know why not. Because that's all you have to live for. Or maybe your bandmates will ritually sacrifice you. That'd be another great thing. Corey, your life is useless. It's worthless. You smell bad. Just awful. Eric, I don't even know who you are, so I can't even say anything bad about you, but you look like a half-rate guy who listens to 311. I don't know. Die? Uh, Maybe? Uh, Sarah and Al, like I said, I hope the best for you, too. I hope you have great lives, And I hope you maybe come back with your own podcast, because I think that was the only time that people really gave a shit is when you were, well, Al was able to talk, when Sarah was given the chance to talk occasionally when she wasn't railroaded by the other three assholes. Uh, And then you guys call your goofy pals. Anyway, live in front of this shitty cardboard box, I'm hoping that I at least can get one report out of it, most likely that this, the podcast town's greatest hobo has died, by a self-inflicted gunshot wound, then actually get words from this dickhead. All right. This is not the last Podcast Town News, but it's probably the best Podcast Town News. This is Wayne, and I'm out. Kill yourselves. All right. Thank you, Wayne. That's a lot of... That's some good information
0: that you've given us. It's a lot of information.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot to digest. Don't forget to check out Wayne's... Podcast uh, Motion Picture Massacre. Well, do forget to check
0: that out. Don't ever, don't, don't do it. Okay, <laughs> or don't. I hear he was talking shit about me a couple episodes ago, so now I'm not going to ever listen. Oh, but then again, he talks shit about me on like my actual podcasts. So <laughs> he
1: calls in to talk shit about you.
2: <laughs> yeah, sorry. He
1: leaves voicemails for you. That's. I gotta admit, man, that's pretty legit. I love you both, but I don't know if I'd ever have the balls to, like call into a show to tell them that like I didn't like their opinions and I thought they sucked.
0: <laughs> you can call into Junk Food Dinner and do that. What's the number for that? Three four seven seven four six J U N K. Nice. I th- maybe. Is that okay. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Go to junkfooddinner.com and find out for yourself. Uh, I feel like that might be the number. Uh, tell just yeah, just do you know, call up, disagree with us, talk shit about me, you know, if that's what you're into. Uh, but yeah, well, is there anything else you want to talk about, Mister Frisbee? Um,
1: well, if the stars align, I hope to see you uh, soon. But I don't know how the stars are going to align. I don't know. I'm not really good at, like, astronomy. Astronomy. I can't even say it right. So, yeah, but I'll be making my way westward soon. So, hopefully, when I'm west of the Rockies, I'll see you. Yeah. We can I don't call. know if that's the case, though. We can call George Nori together, if so. Finally. He'll finally take my call. So I can ask him about the Legend of Boggy Creek.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I'll try. I will. I am going to try to be there as well. My work. Is god-awful at the moment. Just the absolute worst kind of job that you can have. That a human can have. Uh, And I spent all my money at the Aquabats. Did you get any merch? Yeah, I got a cool-ass Aquabats uh, t-shirt. And some stickers. And I did not buy their coloring book, which I deeply regret. Yeah. Coloring is very relaxing. It is, you know? Yeah, but... Uh, so there's that. But yeah, I hope to see you. I hope to see the Goofy Pals. Are you going to be seeing the Goofy Pals? I hope to see them as well. Oh. And and tell them to their
1: face how creepy <laughs> I thought it was that they played that David Icke bumper at the <laughs> beginning and end of their last show. <laughs> tell them right, get right up in their faces. Like some degenerate postman.
0: Yeah. Easy. Here's a message for you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I'll deliver this and rain nor shine nor sleet nor snow
2: yeah
1: (laughs) don't need a forever stamp on this one (laughs) and other such references to the post office but yeah um to anybody listening hope your your holidays or whatever are great and hope this next year's oodles better than this one this shithole Mm-hmm. where all the podcasts went to die
0: yeah also let's 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 make 2019 the year where all of our friends start new podcasts and then those podcasts never end how about that you ever think about that i mean what's the point if you're gonna start a podcast seven years ago ilcon just to stop doing it one day what's the point why even start
1: yeah why even do anything if you just well, so you can Fall in love, or get married, or or do a live stage show, or work at I mu- I don't know. I was going to go through all of their life changes, but that seems really <laughs> creepy. Um, they're doing great. Let's let's just face facts that they're like doing well. But yeah, they should all start IlCon up again in 2019.
2: Yeah.
0: And if they don't, if they have not started doing IlCon again by February 15th, the day after Valentine's Day. Uh, then we're we're all just going to have to say goodbye and just listen to Border Boss. Only Border I'm Bus. okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm at Taco Bell for a minute, so. <laughs> we're going to have to listen to Border Boss more. Uh, I mean, Ilcon's like two hours a week. I think Border Boss is generally shorter than that, but you can just rewind and make up the difference. And uh, it's on Spotify right now, from what I understand. So, that's... Uh, so what we're going to be doing. Time's well, all right. <laughs> it's running out. Oh,
1: <laughs> yeah. Tick tock guys. But yeah. Anything else you want to say?
0: Uh, no,
1: not really. Cool. Uh, all right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. <laughs> uh, this was pool party radio post-mortem logical contraption edition. Uh, you can email us at pool at gmail.com, but, Come on, why would you do a thing like that? Um, you can also listen to all the old apps, including this one, at poolpartyradio.com,
0: and on Spotify. Yeah, we're on Spotify right now. Just, Jesus Christ! Just like Border Boss. Everything's
1: changed. Yeah, find us on Spotify. Put us in the uh, put us in the put us in the top ranking for 2019. So when you get that bullshit hey here's what you listen to for 2019 reminder at the end of it they can say hey you listen to a lot of podcasts
0: yeah speaking of uh like rankings and podcast catchers and stuff junk food dinner just recently in the last couple of weeks got our first bad review on itunes yeah and um, it's pretty wild well i'm gonna read (laughs) it immediately after this somebody was not happy about our our podcast but That was, like, the first bad one we ever got, so what are you going to do? Ten years in, (laughs) we're finally slipping up. Uh, Yes, man. So, that's exciting. But, uh, yeah, I guess that's everything. So, uh, until next time, this is Parker for Mr. Frisbee, in all of illogical contraption, saying, keep having extramarital affairs with that chicken.
4: All right. I took my love took it down. I climbed a mountain and I turned around. And I saw my reflection in snow covered hills till the landslide brought me down. Oh, mirror in the sky, what is can the child within my heart rise above? Can I sail through the changing ocean tides? Can I handle the seasons of...